Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry. I am the co-founder of Ignite DA and so glad that you've joined us. No matter where you are, we are trying to bring you experts in the industry to help you, the amazing dental assistants, have a better day and a better career as well. And I'm very excited today to have Dr. Leron Levin on with us. Dr. Levin, how are you? Good, good. Thank you very much for having me today. I'm excited to have you on. I know we're going to talk a very important topic today about implant maintenance in the dental practice and the dental assistant's role. But before we dive into that, I'd love for our listeners to know a little bit more about you. Okay, so I'm Liron Levine. I'm a professor of periodontology at the University of Alberta. Uh, and I think that the, uh, mostly what I'm dealing with is periodontology, obviously, which is my field, and dental implants and dental trauma. Uh, but I think that one of the things that really... Um, are important to me to emphasize both to my patients and to the audience that I'm lecturing for is the the topic of prevention and uh, maintaining good health both around teeth and around the implants. So I think these are the the topics that really interest me and I think that they're very important and sometimes we're tending to forget them or neglect them in our offices uh, for some reason. I could not agree more. And, and I'm curious, whenever you talk about prevention, is that prior to implant or is it once the implants been placed or both? That's that's a great question, especially because these are a few of the points that I wanted to talk about. And uh, <laughs> uh, so it's both. It's both. I think it's very important to remember, and especially with dental implants that we're offering uh, very often now to a lot of patients, it's important to understand that we need to start the educational and the preventional aspect before we're even starting to talk about the dental implant placement. So we need to uh, emphasize, because, you know, sometimes patients, and sometimes this is what we're projecting to them, they think that implants are, you know, you just put them, you forget about them, you don't have to maintain them, you don't have to do anything, it's not related to anything, oral hygiene or whatever, uh, and you don't have to do anything in terms of maintenance, and it's it's exactly the opposite. And I think that this is something that we need to emphasize to our patients before we start talking about dental implants, and we need to practice that with with uh, our patients before we're planning the dental implant. Sometimes I'll tell them that they need to prove to me that they deserve a dental implant because oh, I like that. And, and, and sometimes, you know, they want to finish that, you want to finish that because it's, you know, it's money and whatever. But I tell them it's not because I don't like you, it's because I do like you. And I want you, like, instead of just doing that charging and sending you back to the complications, I want you to know how to maintain the implant in a way that you will be able uh, to have a stable result over time. And the same for me. I don't want to see my implants failing over time. Of course. And and I'm curious, do you, do you feel like there's a little bit of misconception out there with patients about dental implants and, and that they're easy, for lack of a better term? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. I mean, definitely. Like we can see that in advertisement. We can see that sometimes in our conversation with the, with the patients. We can see sometimes in, in their reaction. Sometimes you say to a patient that they need to go through a, I don't know, a root canal because they have an infection and say, why won't you just take it out and place an implant? Because they like they hear in the, the I don't know in the commercials or war from their friends that it's it's a simple procedure and they don't understand what are the consequences or what are the possible complications of dental implants with time, and sometimes and 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 this is our role to explain to them before we start planning that especially if if we're talking about 
replacing a, a diseased tooth with an implant because if we can treat the disease then then why should we take the tooth out um, but again also to emphasize the importance or the hard work around dental implant in the long term because this is sometimes things that they're missing they think that because it's prosthetic they don't need to clean it and and especially yeah. patients that are, are coming for dental implant they lost their teeth because of some reason and this True. reason is most probably in our profession either carious or periodontal disease and both these reasons are from bacterial origin and the same bacteria that did the damage so far will do the damage around the dental implant so they need to be aware of that and if they neglected their dentition for i don't know how many years the same thing will happen to their implants but probably much faster you know and, and that's a really good point uh because you and i both know that dental implants fail it happens yeah is, is that something that the dental practice the dental assistant should broach that subject and say there is this possibility because yes. uh, I know we never like to talk about the bad stuff, but I know, I know, but they need to know that they need to know that because that's part of their informed consent. That's part of their understanding of the treatment, but that's also part of understanding their role in maintaining the, the health of the tissues around the dental implant. Because if we will, before we're doing that and not after as an excuse, if we're uh, uh, sitting with them before, they decide on dental implants and we say listen you have gone to like to this point you got to this point because you had a lot of bacteria around your teeth and you had cavities you had periodontal disease whatever the same bacteria will eventually hurt your implants so if your plan is to continue in the same direction then maybe you should reconsider placing the implant because otherwise you will place the implant now the next year you'll come with periimplantitis. Then two years from now, we'll do a surgery for the implant. Then three years from now, we'll take the implant out. And that's like, uh, 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 and then we'll, we'll get to a point that it's worse than what we have now. So if we do want to make that effort altogether, and, and it should be something that we're doing together with them. Like we're yes. learning together how to uh, uh, maintain oral health better, we're learning together how to clean the teeth and the implants, and we're learning together about the maintenance program. So eventually we'll get healthier results, both in terms of the teeth that are still in the mouth, but also in terms of, um, of the implants. You know, and, and one thing that I've seen in a lot of dental practices is um, they're, they're worried about talking about oral cancer because that might scare the patients. And, and I feel like that that's a conversation that could scare the patient as well, possibly. But yet it's in the best interest of the patient, as you said, informed consent. Is is that the assistant's role? Is that the team's role? Who who do you see doing I think, it's, I think it's the team's role. It's, it's everyone's role. I mean, I think it's what we're projecting to the patient in general. If we're projecting to the patient that implants are just uh, 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 a walk in the park and it's, it's nothing, no surgery, no sutures, no blood, no maintenance. Uh, it's just a perfect solution for everything. Then it's, it's a teamwork to make sure that the patient understands uh, the reality. And it's not about scaring them. It's about just about making sure that they understand. And I think that, that me as a patient, I would like to know that it's not a magic, a magic solution. 
-hmm. Like if you're offering a magic solution, that's great. But if not, I don't want you to tell me it's a magic solution. And then sure. a year or two or five down the road, I'll discover that it's not. So I think that it's, it's our responsibility. And I think that patients appreciate that. And sometimes when I'm telling patients, sometimes I'll use the dentition that they still have to train them. And I'll tell them, until I see improvement, I won't place the implant. And, you know, sometimes when you say that to a patient and people are looking at you and, I mean, you want to close the treatment plan and then charge and, and move forward and, and go. And I, I tell the patient, listen, I, like me, I can place the implant today and, and my bank manager will be very happy with that. But you won't be happy with that in the long term. And, and most of the patient will realize that and they will try to learn, try to improve and understand that you want their benefit, that you have their benefit in your in your uh, mind and you know what those that won't understand you don't want them with your as your patients because as i said i mean you don't want to see your implant failing uh, uh, over time so you want to make sure that they understand what they need to do and of course you want to train them how to do that and give them the proper tools that will help them uh, maintain health around dental implants you know, and it's fascinating to me because this conversation we have, it boils down to putting the needs of the patient first above everything else. Yeah. And, and I know so often in dentistry, that's what we try to do. But I think there's times that may we lose track of that just a little yeah. bit. So this is a great reminder of that. I think this is like, that's a great point. That's something that we need to remind ourselves every visit with every patient. Do I still have the patient best interest, this specific patient best interest, not in general, because sometimes also we have in mind the, the ideal mouth that we want to create. And sometimes this specific patient does not need the ideal mouth at this point. So, so that's something that is important to, to remind ourselves again and again every time we see uh, a patient. When it comes to the education side of things, one thing that I have often seen is that uh, the dentist will come in, explain the procedure, he or she will leave, and then the patient turns to the assistant and says, what do you think? Yes, yes. When it, when it comes to implants, what's a big message that that assistant should be able to convey to the patient if they have questions or whatever it might be? So I think that if we're talking about, about, about the before, then we talked about like the expectations and the fact that maintenance is part of the, the plan and that they need to keep their implant healthy more than they did around the teeth. But also afterwards, I think that the dental assistant should have uh, a greater role in educating the patients about how to actually maintain health around teeth and implant, like show the patient how to clean their teeth, recommend the specific uh, instruments and see what the patients are struggling with and suggest improvement. Like if we, if we see a patient, like if we see uh, uh, problems with uh, uh, plaque control or with the ability to clean, we can, we can ask the patient to show us what they're doing. We can recommend on different tools. We can uh, uh, maybe sometimes recommend on electric toothbrushes. We have today a very strong technology, especially with oscillating, rotating uh, electric toothbrushes. And today you have all the things that you can dream on. It's con it connects to an app and it shows you where you missed. It shows you how long you've brushed it. And you can we can send it to the dentist and work together about what days in the week you're missing your uh, toothbrushing. So there are a lot of tools that we can use and educate the patient. So we can 
recommend, for instance, on these uh, uh, electric toothbrushes, if we think that this will be um, will benefit the patient, we can we should show the patient how to clean between their teeth and implants because that's something that most of them are missing. And and floss is not always the the best solution for that. We have interproximal brushes and wooden toothpicks that sometimes will do much better, especially in in periodontal patients or when you have large spaces. So. So the role of the dental assistant and the, the whole team is to actually sit with the patient and show them how to do that. It's not enough to give them at the end of the appointment a doggy bag with some goodies inside and say, well, do whatever you know yeah. uh, with that, because usually that will stay in the car. But we need to actually sit with them and, and ask them to show us what they're doing, but also show them and make sure that they're improving with time. And that's that's a continuous effort from from our side and for their side. So it's not something that we're doing just before the implant placement and then we forget all about that. It's something that we're doing again and again in each visit. And sometimes the dental assistant had the has the opportunity to do that uh, after the dentist leaves, before the dentist arrives, and and emphasize. And sometimes they will listen to the dental assistants more than they're listening to us because they're sort That's of true. they're they're <laughs> friends. They're the, I don't know <laughs> less intimidating. So so sometimes they look at that as a as more of a friendly advice than what we're saying. And, and I also know that so often um, teams need to make sure that they're all conveying the same message, hygienist, assistant, dentist. And, and a lot of our listeners are new dental assistants. They're new to the industry. It, it, is it important for them to go to these other team members and say, we need to all be on the same page or what, what are you telling them that I need to be telling them as well? Is that an important step as well? Yes, yes, definitely. And it's important for both sides because, you know, as I said, sometimes they'll listen to my dental hygienist more than I'm more than they're listening to me. So I can say something and then I'll leave and she will wink and say, okay, this is what you need to do. (laughs) So yes, we definitely have uh, uh, to have sort of like team meetings and talk about, our expectations from the patients, the, the message that we want to project to our patients. It is very important that we'll communicate between uh, between the team members. We can, it, it also helps like empowering ourselves, like each other in the eyes of, of, uh, of our patients. So, so these conversations are very important and also hearing uh, one another when we're talking to our patient, listening to what the, the dentist is saying, listening to what the assistant is saying, listening to what the hygienist is saying, and trying to create a unified and, and strong message. And, and I feel like implant maintenance is something we could talk about for hours. Uh, so this is literally the tip of the iceberg whenever it comes to that. And I know so often our listeners will have questions, want to follow up with our guests. Is there a way for them to reach you if they want to pick your brain a little bit more about uh, what you've said today on the podcast? Sure, definitely. I mean, we can uh, post the, my email or something like that. You can find it online. And uh, yeah, I'll be more than happy to answer questions. Yeah. Right. Dr. Levin, and, and before I let you go, is there anything we didn't cover that's an important point that you want to get out to our audience? No, I think that we covered uh, the, 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 as you said, it's the tip of the iceberg, but but still we covered the, the important points that are related to implant maintenance over time. Well, I really appreciate you being here today and sharing your knowledge with our audience. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me today. 
And thanks to all of you for listening to this episode of the Dental System Nation podcast. We try to bring experts in to share their advice with you, to share their knowledge with you. And absolutely, please reach out. We'll make sure that Dr. Levin's email address is in our show notes uh, so that you can reach out to him. Uh, and obviously, any way that you want to reach out to us, you can always do that through the Ignite Dental Assistance Instagram page, as well as on Facebook, we are at Ignite DA. But for now, it's Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, signing off. And as always, thank you for listening. And together, we rise.